Welcome to Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. I'm your genuflexer, Roger. My brothers and sisters in Christ join me every other Wednesday as we work out these three perspectives in our everyday lives. That's what I call Christian genuflexing. Get ready to enjoy another episode filled with a lot of nerdy and geeky stuff. Joined by my friend Aaron today, let's get into this. How was 2021 for you? Actually, we're going to review this whole episode. I mean, not the entire episode. Thank you guys for joining us in this new year, 2022. Hopefully, it's going to be good. We're going to, on today's show, we're going to do the main topic. The main topic is is like the year in review. We're going to give our top 10, our top 10 favorite movies of 2021. And then we're going to do the top 10 stories or moments of 2021. So retrospect, looking back at the year, it should be fun. But before that, we're going to do two non-spoilers. So don't worry, nobody, because Aaron has not seen No Way Home. Like, he's one of the few. Like, this movie literally broke. It made over $250-something million domestically opening, like, one of the top 10 movies of all time when it comes to box office gross. And Aaron managed somehow. He had to try. You have to try hard. Like, to not see this movie, you had to try hard. You, you got to be picky a, like me, though. You got to be picky. You <laughs> yeah. make sure you're, no, because you're, this not, broke records. This broke uh, well, records. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, Everyone just, saw it. My mom real. saw just, it. Yeah, I no, know, but let's just be real. Let's just be real. Like, uh, a lot of movies uh, can make a lot of money, but it has to be good to me. So, like, okay. it, I mean, it, it I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not discrediting Spider-Man at all or something like that, but I'm just saying, like... Uh, uh, all I gotta say is everyone keeps hyping it even more when you don't see it. Yeah, well, so I'm gonna hype it a lot. It, it better, because... it better reach the expectations, or you ruined it for me. <laughs> so, no, so, so don't worry, everybody who's worried. Who, if you're one of the few people living under the rock, um, and, and no, I, I don't mean Dwayne Johnson, and I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean Dwayne Johnson. Like you're underneath. Like his armpit, Dwayne Johnson, you're like underneath his armpit. He's like, oh, the rock, oh, the rock, what are you doing, you candy ass? I'm not talking about that rock. I'm talking about a rock. Like, if you've been living under a rock, not the rock. So, uh, like, uh, for, if you're like Aaron, don't worry, this is going to be a non spoiler review. <laughs> no, Spider Man, No Way Home. And also, too, um, because I'm going to shove this in, I'm going to spoon feed this for you guys. Cause I know nobody saw this movie, American Underdog. So I'm going to give a brief. I wrote up a review, and I'm just going to pretty much read my review. Uh, it's a short review, but again, it's no spoilers in here. Hopefully I'm going to try seeing uh, uh, Spider-Man this coming weekend, but there's no telling. But, I mean, I'm definitely going to see it and eventually see it. So uh, Me too. It was great. Great holidays. Great, you know, Christmas and New Year's. I just learned a few things over the holidays and one of them was uh never never do a dance-off challenge with the like insanely fit 21 year old never do that also never do drunken marion apologetics don't do those two things don't that that's what i learned (laughs) over over these past holidays that's it i'm just gonna leave it there because i said i wasn't gonna talk about it so the first movie again this is a non-spoiler so don't worry you don't have to get nothing ruined and stuff like that so this one's called american underdog again the star is zachary levi of shazam fame this isn't your daddy's faith-based movie stop me if you heard this one faith-based movie releases bombs too preachy more cheese than an arby's cheddar melt 
American underdog, the Kurt Warner story, thankfully avoids the unfortunate trap that many faith movies fall into. Faith is there, of course, but it's subtle. It's not preachy by any means. And that you didn't even realize it was in the beginning. Acting is excellent and the emotion is plentiful. Bring two boxes of tissues. Uh, don't forget to bring one for your wife as well. Of course, this movie is not perfect like any movie. I would have wanted a little bit more football sequences inside the film. More Dennis Quaid. You can never go wrong with Dennis Quaid. And Kurt Walner's time in the NFL. The fact that the movie is an hour and 52 minutes, it actually flies by. The scenes that I suggested suggested uh, could easily fit by making some small cuts. But, but that being said, um, it would be, kind of be a little bit too difficult to cut some scenes. It was, there was, the movie was overall good. The story has a little bit of Jobian, if that's you, I don't know if that's a word, Old Testament blueprint with emotional stakes throughout the story. Zachary Levi shows he's more than a cape with his charming acting performance as a man who seeks approval and happiness in honor, fame, and to prove himself to others. But as Thomas Aquinas says, take a drink right there, take a shot, it is impossible for happiness to consist in honor. For honor is given to a man on account of some excellence in him, and consequently the sign of excellence that is in the person honored. Outside people's approval doesn't make us ultimately happy, neither will being famous. See, you have to find that within. I must say that the chemistry between Levi and Anna Paquin, uh, she plays Brenda Walner, his wife, is one of the year's best on-screen relationships, and with a comic relief also coming from the other well-played characters, this is really a good movie experience in the theaters this year. Go see the movie and support faith-based movies that don't beat you with a baseball bat to your incredibly fragile human skull. Now that was a non-spoiler a review of American Underdogs. So hopefully, you. what do you think about that? Did, did that wet your whistle to see it or no? That I just like make it suck. That's uh, the one about you know just, Kurt Walner is right the football player. He won yeah. the in 1999. He won and then he went was it 2001? That's when Tom Brady the the Patriots won their first Super Bowl and they beat them. They called them uh -huh. the greatest show on turf. I, I was a big fan of Kurt Walner and Marshall Falk, the Rams, St. Louis Rams. So that that's who the movie's about. Uh, mm, yeah. D does this interest you? Would you want to see this? Uh, if it's good, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, how good did it? Uh, I wrote I mean, up this just, review. I'll be, I'll be honest. The only people that that knows this and knows all about it is people that are real fans of football. I'm not a football fan, so. But I mean, I've I watched all types of football uh, movies, so it doesn't mean that they won't be good or something like that. But uh, I mean, I do know the backstory of this guy, this cat or whatever. So I mean, like, yeah, he was uh, one of the greats, and um, and the way he got to where he's at to where he is is a is was amazing this is uh, a, a movie review that i actually typed up i wrote it up i typed it so maybe i'll post it up like a little link of, of the the if you want to read the review or anything like that i didn't write a review for this one because um it was just too much like i was like man how am i gonna like i, I need like two three four pages to like talk about spider-man no way home uh and plus this is a non-spoiler review um so i'm just gonna kind of talk about what i liked about the movie again don't worry this is a non-spoiler nothing's gonna get ruined i'm not gonna you know say anything parts that come out so again you guys most of you guys have seen this 2021's spider-man no way home 
And Matt, see, when we first heard that Marvel was going to reboot the Spider-Man franchise, thankfully we were saved Uncle Ben death scene. DC, you guys should take notes. Take notes on this. Instead, we had Tom Holland playing Spider-Man in high school. So this is incredible and better. I, to me, I think it's better because it was hard to see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire like in the other Spider-Mans. Like they remember Tobey Maguire, he was playing a high school student in part one. And then in the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2012, you had Andrew, Andrew Garfield playing a high school student. Like I just couldn't believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? These guys are, these guys are several years past the drinking age and they're trying to play high school students. Yeah. So, But Tom Holland, he has like an excellent look if we could all be so lucky as him he had found the fountain of youth he looks exactly and he's over his 20s he's 20 something I, I believe he's like 24 25 or something like that so but he fits as a high school student uh so going into this movie i was very excited i mean i think everyone that's, that's heard ar-15 they, sh- they should know how i feel how i did feel about or felt about tom holland um I'm just more excited to seeing the other guys come back. But I mean, I'm I'm not saying that it's not going to be a good movie. Just with you know, without being, uh, I mean, with Tom Holland in it, um, he's growing on me. I'm not. I hate to say, but he is growing on me, and I haven't even seen the movie. Yeah, I love. What what does that tell you? I I love the movie. Like it's directed by John Watts. He's coming back, so directing his. This is the the trilogies. He's directing this, and he coming in. He did he did an excellent job directing, and the movie pretty much starts off right after uh, Far From Home. That's where it picks up again. Tom Holland. You have Marissa Tomei playing Aunt May, and then of course Benedict Cumberbatch, as I call him. Uh, Doctor Strange, he's an excellent, and Zendaya is MJ, and you go Ned. You got all these characters in here, and it, the movie just like moves, like it picks up right after that. And I will say this: anything that I say, it's not a spoiler because it's in the trailers. Okay, so if I say something we're like, "Oh, you," no, it's in it's in the trailers. So uh, if it's not in the trailers, I'm not going to talk about the big surprises and the cameos. I'm not going to talk about any. I'm just if it's in the trailer, I'm going to talk about it. But obviously, we see the Green Lantern. I mean, the Green Lantern. Even was a, oh, sorry, I got Green Lantern. We got the Green Goblin. Oh yeah, Hal Jordan, William Defoe is is Hal Jordan. Okay, that's a weird Hal Jordan. That's like. A weird yeah that's a whole different movie uh you you got norman osborne you, you have the green goblin you see him in the trailer and then you hear the laugh william defoe's laugh i'll say this one of the biggest mistakes of the spider-man franchise other than toby Maguire being a emo doing emo dances other than that and uh topher gray the shitty venom one of the biggest regrets in history is putting a mask on William Defoe's face. Like, how do you... <laughs> that is a crime. That's one of the regrets that will go up there. This man, again, a lot of people like fan uh, fan casting him as the Joker. He would have made an excellent Joker. And the Green Goblin is like one of the best villains. He is incredible. The Green Goblin is so menacing. The so, scene- well, okay, look. I mean, uh, he's not wearing a mask anymore. Well, yeah, it, it it comes off and stuff like that. Like it's not oh, like okay. it, it's not. It's but, not but, like a, but is his face like turning into a goblin, or is that what they're trying to do? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's oh. nothing like that. It's, it's nothing like that. But okay, uh, his performance like... is great. And again, the again, I'm not going to talk about it. The movie is actually very emotional too. 
Like I bet, yeah. It picks up, and then you got Doctor Strange going in there, Benedict Cumberbatch. There you go. See, like I, I said his name so wrong so many times that when I actually try to say it, I, I said that. I was really trying to say his real name. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying it because you don't like it. <laughs> no, no, no. no <laughs> I like thought you were I, saying I've, it like that. <laughs> no, Benedict Cumberbatch. Botch. See, it's I so hard for me I to. Saying, I got I so you used to. No, Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I hate his beliefs and everything. <laughs> no, <laughs> no he, he's good. And of course, you've seen in the trailer, he helps uh, Spider Man because he wants, like, you know, he wants people to forget about it and then all this stuff ensues. But man, the cameos that pop up, it's so incredible. Like, I was literally waiting for Macho Man, for them to CGI Macho Man and, and revive his Bone Saw character from Spider-Man 1. Remember when he's a wrestler? He's like, Bone Saw is ready. Yeah. He's like, I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. And, I was wait, and then I was actually waiting for like Nickelback to like step in and start singing okay. their hero and song. Yeah. I was waiting for that. I was like, okay, when's Nickelback coming out? Uh, so you many know, great um, surprises in this movie. I did hear, uh, you know, I'm not the type of person that like like spoilers exactly, but I mean, yeah. I do read a little bit of articles, you know, right after the movie or whatever. And plus, I already knew who was featured in there too, or something like that, because Brazilian trailer already fucked my, you know, mind up already with that like a long time ago. But anyways, um, I was hearing reading an article about uh, William Defoe uh, that he was actually scaring people uh, behind the scenes and stuff like that. You know, just the way he was uh, performing, I guess, uh, as a goblin. Yeah. Can you, yeah. Could you yeah. believe that or whatever? No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. He's very menacing in there. And again, I, I, I loved how the dynamic between Doctor Strange and um, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, they trying to work together to help him. And of course, you see in the trailer, things mess up and things go awry. And so that's when Dr. Octavius, Otto Octavius, played by Alfred Molina, excellent uh introduction scene it was a good little action sequence uh really liked it uh showed his power and molina did great alfred molina man he picked up right right where he left off he didn't miss a beat at all not one beat and then the story starts opening up and you're like oh my goodness what is this going on what is this and of course you see in the trailer jamie fox so jamie fox you know he's okay you know not not like a big big role but i loved all the characters development they had and then there's this again this is not sports i'm gonna say but there's this conundrum if I, if you will, if if I, if I could say that word, the conundrum happens, and so there's a decision that has, this is one problem I have with the movie. I loved it, but non-spoiler stuff. This thing was like Doctor Strange was like, we have to do this or else this is gonna happen, and Peter Parker's like, nah, it's all right, it's okay. I was like, what? Like, how are you gonna like multiverse stuff? Like, how are you gonna like nonchalantly? Spider-Man's like, nah, I don't care what you say. Ah, whatever. I'm going to go do this thing over here. You know, like, I'm not going to listen to the older, wiser Doctor Strange. So that I was like, I know Spider-Man's a kid. I know he's a high school. You know, it shows him and his friends trying to get into college well, and I'm all sure that. They, I'm sure they did that just because there's going to be, like, a trilogy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, uh, but still, it was like, they should have, <laughs> the writers could have found a better way instead of just, like, Oh, who cares? And Spider-Man's like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do it anyway. And then the whole, you know, everything starts going wild and everything. And uh, amazing uh, fight sequences happen again. The Goblin, to me, he like stole the show. He was a great villain. I mean, other people too in there stole the show. But 
as far as like the villains and stuff and again you in the use in the trailer you see sandman so he's in there obviously uh in the trailer you see jamie fox and there was this one line where it was, i thought it was pretty funny because um uh, uh, sandman's talking to 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 uh, uh max uh what's his name electro and he's like oh what happened to you and he's like oh i fell into a bat of sand and jamie fox is like Oh yeah, I fell into a bat of eels, and then Jamie Fox is like, uh, "You got to be careful where you fall." It's <laughs> like I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny. It's it's true. Like okay, what? Okay, let me tell you this, Aaron. Like, why do you think that is that you have villains falling into things? Like you have the Joker. What does he do? Mm-hmm. What does he do? He falls into a bat of acid. You have yeah. Electro. What does he do? He falls into a bat of eels. Uh, Sandman. What does he do? He falls into a batch of sand. Like what happened? Like why do the villains have to be falling into like? Why can't a villain just be like, hey, you know, I'm going to wake up one day and it's like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to be evil. I'm going to, like, kill half the population or whatever, you know, uh, take away, make children starve to death or whatever, you know, do all that stuff. Like, why do they have to fall into things? Like, and it does, does it depend on, like, what they fall into? Like, what if it's like a, like a. Chocolate like pudding a, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what it's if like, they try? Chocolate what pudding. <laughs> what if, like a chocolate, like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like Augustus Gloop or whatever. <laughs> okay. Or what's her name? What's her name? The, the, the girl that falls into the thing, though. Oh, Veruca Salt. <laughs> like, okay. like Veru- remember, remember there was a band called Veruca Salt? Remember that band? Uh-uh, yeah, no, there was a rock no, band no. called Veruca Salt. Remember Veruca Salt? She like falls down. Where does she go? Is she going to turn into a villain? <laughs> like, is she right? And then she gets her, uh, she avenges, gets her revenge on Willy Wonka and Charlie Bucket. Like, what happened to her? I want to see her or her, her uh, story that came out there. Like, what do you have to fall into? Like, do you have to fall into like a pile of raked leaves? Like in the yard, like what if you just fall and it's somewhere like you fall down and it's somewhere soft, just a, a big old thing of raked leaves. And then like what is like what is your superpower? You just have leaves everywhere you walk. It's just leaves <laughs> blown away, blowing everywhere. And like your neighbor, you have like one of those like really scrupulous neighbors that gets really pissed off if you mess up his yard because he's like cares about it so often. Maybe that's your superpower. Your superpower is you agitate people who love their yards. I don't know. But yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but man, the end of the story, it, it closes out good. Again, there's a lot of emotion. It, it, that's all I could say. It's just, it's, it, there's emotion punched, like punches you right in the face several times, a few times. And you're like, oh, but then you also get the feels. You get the nostalgia, obviously. You get uh, the motion. You get action sequences. And you get menacing. Again, I thought the Green Goblin was like very menacing. Uh, when I when he was on screen, I was like worried. I was like, oh man, I was like he's <laughs> like I was worried for the the hero. So that shows the the uh, the character of the Green Goblin to me uh, was very very like there was stakes there. Like I, I believe like he could just kill anybody and everybody, and nobody was safe when Green Goblin was around. So I thought he did a very good job, uh, very good job. And then of course Tom Holland's perfect. Uh, he does a great job. You know, the suits are pretty cool. There's a few different... I mean, there's several, several, several suits. There's more than one. It's not just stuff, but there's there's more than one suits. Uh, there was one that I liked um, that I can't really say much about it, but there was one that I was like, just started like a big old smile. And I know you would have loved it. You, you, lo- you would have loved the, the ending that happens. I thought it ties up the trilogy well. It ties it up in a nice bow. So the trilogy is like tied up well and i think you 
because from what you've told me about what you don't like about Spider-Man, th- this mm-hmm. iteration, you're going to love the way it ties up. That's all I'm going to say. You okay. will love it. So, again, you got to go see this. This movie, honestly, I give this movie um, – I would, man. I would have to say like an eight point five, maybe even a nine, but uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with an eight point five. Uh, it was really? really good. Yeah. No. Again, uh, w- w- is that high or low to you? I thought I thought it would be higher, just the way making everybody sound. Okay. I look, mean... now, I've learned my lesson. Let's not talk about Wonder Woman eighty <laughs> four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've learned my lesson from doing movies, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm giving nines and tens too much. Like that's too much. You're talking about like a Goodfellas, The Departed, Tens. You're talking about the 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 uh, what's his name, uh, the Shangsha Redemption. You're talking about the Godfather. Those are tens. Like uh, tens, it's gonna be really hard for me to give away tens. Nines, I mean that's just one level. So to me, Spider Man No Way Home is an eight point five. I loved it, but it's more um, more fanfare, which is not a bad thing. They used it well. Like I was actually surprised. I was pleasantly surprised because I thought like, oh, they're just gonna use this. Like, oh, look at these shiny toys over here, and look at this shiny toy over here, and look at the look at this, and it's just fan service. But it really, they actually used it pretty well. I mean, there was one that wasn't, but I didn't care. But overall, they did a good job of not just like oversaturating. Like, oh, look at this and look at that. Like, they did a good job of, of you know, incorporating as many stuff as they could into the movie. And now that stuff is worth like a nine. That makes me want to give it a nine alone. But just from the pure movie, the story, it's very good. Eight, uh, 8.5. And, and again, it, I was going to give it a nine at first. But I was like, you know what? Let me just... Let, let me let me i think 8.5 i'll live with that because these movies are very good i i really loved it so we'll talk about this a little bit more later so hopefully you can see it so uh again that's a non-spoiler just a little review mini mini review on uh spider-man no way home you guys should check it out uh anything you wanted to add about seeing the movie or wanting to uh no i'm just gonna yeah i want to see it I'm gonna and i'm gonna see it um yeah i mean I would say some spoilers too. I haven't even seen the movie, but I mean, I'm aware yeah, of well, don't, who's, yeah, sh- who's in it or yeah, whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah for I, the I people, more, who for the few, for the few who have not seen it, but I'm pretty they're much out there. More, they're yeah. out there. Well, we're going to talk about uh, why there's not in, in a little bit later. Uh, if you could give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, uh, Audible, um, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, subscribe. Uh, please share around with your friends. Um, yeah, tell people about us, get them to listen to the show, send them a couple of episodes. Okay, so let's get into our main topic. And this is going to be a big main topic. The main topic is to, uh, a look back at 2021. We're going to give our top 10 movies of the year, also our top 10 stories and moments of the year. Uh, now, Aaron, uh, now, now, in all fairness, in all fairness, Aaron, you said that this was a busy year for you so you didn't actually get to see over uh 10 movies right well i didn't really um uh go to the theaters okay this year like at all i mean i do have uh hbo max or something like that, yeah i was so gonna say that there's like they're, they're 30 going, movies on there so yeah you no know. so there's a yeah but there's a time i mean but there's certain movies there's only movies that i, I, I yeah. wanted to see and the only reason why i had hbo max was just because of justice league sure you know, it was just yeah, sure but, sure okay i mean well, yeah. So. All right. No problem. This is what we're gonna do. Is so um, since since Mino Aaron, the meanie meanie face Aaron, didn't do his top ten. Don't worry, Daddy's here to Daddy's here to save the day. Don't worry, baby birds. Mama's gonna feed you. 
That's gross. So I came up with my top 10 movies of the years. These are just my preference. Again, I, there was a lot of movies I didn't see. So I'm going to give you my top 10. And then, Aaron, we're going to talk about them. And then also at the end, if you want to if you want to uh, um, tell us the movies that you want to look forward to seeing or whatever. So we'll get okay. into the top 10, and me and you will both talk about it. But before I do, I want to say this. Uh, I have, I'm going to say this a few more times throughout the, our list because I'm disappointed in myself. One of my favorite anticipated movies uh, for this year was, or 2021, was Dune. And I was very, I think that was, that might have been my number one most anticipated movie last year when we did the show. Uh-huh. I think it was. It was in my top ten for sure. I think it might have been number one. I didn't see it because I, want, I had to see it in IMAX. So I did not see it on HBO. And I missed the boat on it. So... I didn't get to see Dune, and then it already went off HBO Max. So, oh, so then, you haven't seen Dune? No, I haven't seen Dune. So oh. I'm disappointed in myself that I I guarantee you Dune would have been in my top ten for sure. So I just want to say that right off the back. I, that was literally my most anticipated movie, and I didn't see it. Uh, so I'm disappointed because I wanted to see an IMAX, and I missed the boat, and I missed the boat, and then it, uh, HBO took it off. So then right when I was going to watch it, they took it off, and I was like, oh, man, whatever. So, again... I, Dune would have been in. It's a ghost. It's it, a, it'll go back on yeah, there, though. It, it's gonna go in. But so let's. This is my top ten of 2021. Okay, so I, I'll go one, just one at a time. So number ten, Aaron. I know you're gonna like this one. You're gonna like this one a lot. At number ten of my my ten favorite movies of 2021, Candyman. <laughs> Say his Cabbage. name. Cabbage. Say his name. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, we're at AR15 Nation. We're exclu- We're inclusive. We're diverse. So here, we're not going to refer to Candy Men. We're going to recur. We're going to refer it to Candy Them. So you say. So <laughs> I was going to so, say something else. <laughs> so, so I want you to go in the mirror, and if you say Candy Them three times, a non-binary, gender-fluid pansexual will appear in the back. Like with, 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 with like a hook on his hand or, or, or their hand or them hand or whatever you say. I hope so, you're joking. We're not doing this garbage. Yeah, so candy them. Candy them. So uh, that movie is one. I'm going to tell you why and then you could comment on it real quick. Um, again, I didn't go to the movies a lot. So this is one that me and you actually saw in the movies together. Because we did a review on Candyman. And actually, yep. I, I didn't hate. I actually enjoyed it. Like. Uh, I don't know. I, have my money back. I actually <laughs> liked it. I thought again, this is like a Jordan Peele pr- uh, production, and I I really like Jordan Peele, so I can see the Jordan Peele isms throughout the movie, and I thought what they did was pretty cool. It wasn't perfect. It was not. This isn't a nine. This isn't a ten. This there's nothing like that. But I it warranted uh uh to be placed in my top ten. So and again, I, I want to say too, I didn't see a lot of movies this year too. So that's why it's like it's a thin list. So uh, there. So what, what do you think about that, Aaron? Uh, number ten. Yeah, Candyman. At, at, at what anticipated or? No, no, no. Just, I'm just saying just that's my number ten. I'm saying, what do you think about that? You uh, saw it with me. So what are your thoughts uh, on it? The movie. I don't think it should have been even in the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's how, that's how. So let's go to my uh, number nine. Or oh, we, we wanted to say something. Well, I was just gonna say, it just it's, if people haven't seen it, I mean, it, it doesn't compare to the first one. I mean, yeah, for sure. So, but for I like sure, what they did. I, I like how they tied it in, and then I like the yeah, shadow yeah, puppet sure. thing. I, I I thought that was really 
I, I there was some good shots in there. The acting was good. I liked some of the shots, and I liked what they did with the the original. So that's why I liked it. Again, I, I didn't love it, but I liked it. Uh, okay, so number nine, number nine on the list is gonna be a, a little movie. I don't know if you have you seen this one. Um, tell me, uh, Aaron, because I know you said you saw some of the movies that I had, but you didn't see all of them. So um, at my number nine is gonna be King Richard. This is the Will Smith movie about Venus and Cerulea, uh, Serena Williams. It, oh, it was okay. on HBO Max. I know Max. what you're talking about, but that, didn't, that, didn't that, I mean, not saying it was a bad movie, but didn't it bomb? Like, <laughs> well, it didn't, yeah, it, it didn't make a lot of money for sure. It, it did not make a lot of money, but man, was this, this to me, this is like one of, if not, if not the best Will Smith performance. I think he might deserve maybe an Oscar nomination for really? his portrayal i thought he did really good it's it's one of his best performances for sure of his entire career uh and See, it was a well, good that's a movie. shame that's a shame cause, i mean because i wrote mean, I, I really <laughs> I no, I, no i really i really feel like the the whole covid thing has messed up like people's chances of you know going to the movies or seeing a certain actor perform or something like that you know what i mean like yeah i mean i i, I don't remember at all you know, uh, hearing about that movie, you know what I mean? Like, or the advertisement wasn't in there as yeah. much as a USC, like, you know, superhero movie. Or whatever. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to doubt that that was not going to be a good movie. I mean, I enjoy Will Smith most yeah. of the and time just John, watching his movies. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Will Smith. John Bernthal, too. John, John Bernthal, he, uh, the, of Punisher fame and The Walking Dead fame, many movies. He does an excellent performance. I really he has a funny character that he plays a, one of the tennis coaches. And actually, you learn a lot. I didn't know a lot about uh, Venus and Serena uh, Williams. I didn't know a lot. So the movie it does a very good job of giving you information and and it's showing lightheartedness and drama and the story. So I thought it was really good. So King Richard is my number nine. Okay, so at number eight, nobody. I don't know if you saw that movie. That's the one with Better Call Saul, the the lead actor, Better Call Saul. He oh, comes out okay. of there. This the is movie a, I wanted to see, but I, I yeah, didn't get to This is a John Wick ripoff. Some people say, matter of fact, one of the person one of one of the person that's involved in John Wick, he's actually well, was he same. was involved. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah. He's involved with uh, nobody. So one of the directors. So yeah, it's very John Wick ish. All I have to say is, man, the the bus fight scene. The the bus fight that happens that one of the battles man that was that's was like probably my one of my favorite parts of the movies is that fight scene inside the bus he just whooping i mean he's like kicking oh my goodness it's good it's a really good scene also what's his name uh christopher lloyd's in there not christopher lloyd uh uh what's it yeah from uh back to the future uh is that his oh, name yeah, christopher lloyd he's in, he's in there uh rizza from wu-tang he's in there uh, it's it's just a really good movie. It's an action movie. Um, it, yeah, I mean John Wick. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say that. It's pretty much like John Wick, but it does it in a way that doesn't make it seem like oh, this is just like a a rip off, and oh, this is just you know this is the poor man's John Wick. No, it's actually the movie does a really good job 
of not being that, even though it's from the same creators. It actually could be in the same world. They're not connect. They don't say nothing about being connected. But if they ever were, like I can definitely see these two. So nobody really good fight sequences, good action movie. Are you looking and for like guy, a good the action? The guy dropped a lot of weight too, just to do all that. Stuff. Yeah. I mean- yeah, you wouldn't think of like, oh, this guy's going to be like a John Wick guy, like a beating up people, like a Liam Nielsen take. No, I think he does an excellent job. And it, this is a really good action movie. At number seven, number seven on my list, The Tomorrow War, starring Chris Pratt. This came out, this was a Amazon Prime release. I thought the aliens looked awesome. Like the way they look, they look like ugly, fierce, uh, scary uh tough like everything you want in aliens i thought the design was excellent that, when, you, when you see the actual alien that's in there you're like oh shoot like it's pretty cool and i like the time travel element also they this movie kind of reminds me of like a culmination like a whole a huge like a stew of all the alien movies you've seen like there's a little bit of alien in there there's a little bit of john carpenter's the thing in there there's a little bit. I mean, there's a little bit of uh, what's that movie with Tom Cruise? Are you talking about like the vibe, or you mean like the, alien the whole alien vibe? Movie? No, the whole vibe of the movie. Uh, even what's what's the one with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt? Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Like this mm. movie is like you take Edge of Tomorrow, Alien, Prometheus, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, and you just like this is. I really liked it. You should check it out. It's on it's on Amazon Prime. I don't know if you if you guys have Amazon Prime, you guys can watch it for free. Uh but the Tomorrow War, I thought Chris Pratt I uh, love watching Chris Pratt do his thing. Um I like the action sequences, the soldiers shooting and killing aliens. Really good. My number 6 was free, is Free Guy. Ryan Reynolds. The movie I was like, "Oh, this is going to be, you know, like, ah, oh, whatever. It's like a throwaway movie, a Matrix E video game movies, you know, the track record of video game movies is not good. Not good at all. So I was like, this movie's going to suck. And I saw the trailers. I'm like, you know what? You know what? The trailers are actually, they're not bad. So I was like, I'm interested. But again, I was still hesitant because the track record of, think about all the com- shitty comic book movies. The track record is not good. The track record is the same as like a drug addict working at McDonald's serving you food. Like I don't trust it. Like I was like, uh, I don't trust you making my double cheeseburger with Mac sauce. I just don't. Like I, I, I'd rather go somewhere else. So I, I was oh, like, you know what? I'm not gonna trust it. I was like, well, that's, I don't. Half of, that's half of the people that do this. Okay, well, okay, a meth head, a, a meth addict, working. I mean, yeah, actually, no, that's probably half of it. But um, yeah, so I was like, I don't trust it. I was like, I don't know. But I walked into the movie, I kept an open mind, and I was actually pleasantly surprised. A free guy, number six is free guys because Ryan Reynolds, excellent job. Uh, the cast of characters they have in there, uh, Taika Waititi comes out in there. Uh, really good, really good. You should check out that movie, Free Guy. Really good. So that was my number six. Okay, so now we're getting to the top five. So my top five at number five is e- the Eternals, the Marvel Cinematic U- uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Eternals, starring Salma Hayek. Uh, you have what's John Snow's in there, and you have like a bunch of different characters. Um, uh, Angelina Jolie, I thought she did a, uh, I thought she did a solid job. You know, there's a lot of characters like this movie. To me, like not everyone's gonna like it. Like Aaron, I don't know if you're gonna like it. 
like people were mixed like some people so you didn't actually like saw it. it yeah i saw it in theaters in uh, the the eternals and i liked it a lot like i liked it a lot why so, do you think i like it because i mean a lot of people were saying it's very some different people may not like it but I mean, yeah, yeah it's very different but. it's very different it's it's someone described it as the prometheus of the mcu there's a lot of big ideas in here. Like the concept and the ideas in the movie are like, it makes you think about stuff. And like after the movie, you're just like thinking about like, it makes you look at the MCU different. Like it completely kind of changes your lens on all the movies that have came out before. You know, uh, I thought the celestials were like awe inspiring. I thought a lot of the shots, the landscapes was good. Richard Matson did a good job he plays one of the lead roles. I guess some people will say the the, the knockoff Superman. Um, some people would call him that, or the poor man Superman. I, I thought he did a good job. Well, it was, uh, uh, it was definitely inspired from Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I think even even uh, Chloe Zhao. Well, no, the cre- yeah. No. The she said that. she said yeah, that the- Man of Steel inspired her. To me, yeah. is the greatest uh, DC uh, EU movie. The, the greatest DC uh, EU movie is Man of Steel, in my opinion. But yeah, um, the Eternals. Uh, Chloe Zhao. She was the previously uh, director. She won the Academy Award for Director of the Year. So she did a really good job of directing this movie. It's not going to be for everybody. It's not. Um, Kurt Kurt ha- uh, Harrington's in there too. Uh, I think he does excellent. I'm excited to see him in in the new movies that he's coming out in. He's he plays Black Knight. So. Um, I'm excited to see it. So Eternals, and I think it's coming out like soon. I think next week on Disney uh, Plus. So Eternals, my number five. Number four, my number four is going to be the Suicide Squad. What can you tell us about this, Aaron? I know, I know, we saw it together. Um. Well, it was definitely. I mean, it was better than the first one, but I mean, uh, I still. Number five was pretty pretty high, man, <laughs> compared to all the other movies you've No, number that. four. Uh, the Suicide oh, number Squad's four, number four, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Suicide I mean, Squad, I mean, with James Gunn, his directing style, like his humor and his the gore and the violence, uh, uh, that, again, might not be for everybody. You know, movies like Slither or Super or all the other movies that he's, he, he's done, uh, you can tell... He's behind the, the the camera. You can tell he's in the director's chair. I think he yeah. does an excellent job. Peacemaker, uh, Peacemaker, King Shark, or like surprises. Even you know, even Ratcatcher was pretty good. I didn't think yeah, that would yeah, make you care I, about I, Ratcatcher. I guess that was, uh, that was yeah. uh, the thing that you know that I liked about it because of the it was kind of more of like the, the characters uh, we didn't know exactly about and the way they shined and everything like that. Like uh, I thought it was pretty good and. You know, even though uh, Sylvester Stallone was playing King Shark, yeah, barely said it, like, a few words, but he was like one of the popular like characters on there still. Yeah. So. All right. And so, then I was a I was a Ratcatcher fan too, and then a, and I became a Polka Dot fan too. So. Yeah, the Polka Dot Man. Yeah, yeah, I thought he did really good too. All right, <laughs> yeah. so my let's go to my number three. My number three is A Quiet Place Two. A mm. Quiet Place Two. The first one was very, very, very good. Very good. Enjoyed it. Quiet yeah. Place 2, I was like, what are they going to do? Like, do they need a sequel? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, this How one. How did you see it? Did you see it in theaters? No, this one I didn't see in theaters. This one I saw it at, at home. 
Yeah. Uh, I, 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 on what? On what? What is it on now? Uh, right now it is on. I actually, I, I don't think it's on anything. Like, uh, I think you can just rent it. Like, I don't think it's on a like Netflix. Yeah, I, yeah, really, yeah. I don't think it's on Netflix or anything like that. But it is. Um, it, it is like you can rent it. You know, just on Amazon Prime or whatever. Just, but you have to rent it. I don't think it's gonna come on any like free things uh, anytime soon. But a Quiet Place Two. The story was really good. Um, man, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, what did you like the first one? Yes, yes, I liked the first one. I thought it was very good. Yes, and I didn't, I didn't. Uh, I remember exactly um, when the second one was coming out. The second one was coming out the weekend before all the pandemic happening. I remember it fully because that's when I want. I went and that's when I planned it on seeing it. And then the shit happens, and then you find out the movie theaters are closed and stuff. So. I'm still one of the people that still haven't seen it, but uh, I mean, I'm sure it was good because the first one was great. Uh, it's a—I uh, like their uh, Emily Blunt and damn it, I keep forgetting the guy's name, even though I love The Office. Uh, <laughs> her husband, her real husband. I like—you can see their real chemistry. John Krasinski. The, yeah, yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah, you can see their chemistry. You can tell it's—it's it's fucking real as hell because I mean. They're actually married. Did you know that they're actually married? Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're yeah. married in real life. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I thought it was good. Okay. And, All and right. I believe he gets some flashbacks right on the second yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. He he makes some appearances and stuff. So mm-hmm. excellent movie. I really liked it. Really liked it. Yeah. Good sci-fi movie. And that's okay. a, what number three? That's number three. Yeah. Uh-huh. Number three. Oh wow. Okay. So uh, my number two is going to be uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang Chi, whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, actually, it is. Yeah, I think it is Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, this is actually on Disney Plus right now. So if you have Disney Plus, you can watch it. it it's been on there for like a month or so. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, this is. Fu- I saw this in the movie theaters. This again, another. I don't know what it is about buses in 2021. Buses <laughs> making a big, big thing. It's their year, breakout year. The bus fight sequence. The fight that happens in the bus in Shang-Chi, man, that gives nobody a run for his money. Like, I think this one was better than the nobody fight sequence. And that was oh, that was hard to top. Like, that one was hard to top. And I think Shang-Chi did it. The fighting in the movie was incredible. I like that whole kind of like that Chinese cinema kind of, um, I forgot what they're calling by um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon sequences and the the choreography the choreography in the movie it was almost like a dance fight i loved when they did that it was excellent i love the mythology the mythology all the the story behind it like the the ancient chinese garden um deep in the woods and have this mystical power and the ten rings and the whole story behind it was excellent simi lu the character i think he comes out in kim's convenience excellent i'm glad uh, Aquafina was also a good comic relief. Love the movie. That's my number two. Number you guys should check it out. It's a really good movie. Okay, so now my number one movie of 2021, Spider Man No Way Home. Spider Man <laughs> No Way Home. And again, this was kind of tough. This is kind of hard. Can I ask why no Justice League like at all in that top ten? Okay, okay, this is why. I had Justice League in there, but then since I already I had to actually cut some movies. Because I, I had about, I think I had like 12, 13 movies. So you think nobody was down. better than Justice League? No, no, no. no. Or Candyman. Like. No, 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 no. no. This is what, <laughs> uh, hold on. So I had about 12 or 13 movies. 
to make the cut, right? I, I wrote about 12, 13, and I had to make a, a top 10 cut. In doing the cut, I was like, you know what? I want this movie in here. But I was like, you know what? But then I decided Justice League, yeah, it, it, it came, the Snyder cut came out in 2021. But it technically, it's just, it's a director's cut. No, it's not. It's, it's a completely a, different so movie. So to me, <laughs> uh, yes and no. Like, yes and no. But on a technicality, Justice League wasn't in my top 10 because of, I'm, I'm going to say, new, brand new movies that were actually released in 2021. Justice League, that's a director's cut. I mean, it's a thin line. Like, I could, okay, if you had it in your list, I'm not going to complain. Like, I wouldn't argue with you if you put it in your list. But for me, I was like, you know what? Just to make it all fresh movies, I'm going to purposely exclude Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Otherwise, it would have been in my top five for sure. And then, like, not only that, but for sure. uh, not even Mortal Kombat? Because, I mean, that even... I really uh, liked it. I liked it. it no, but Horrible I mean, it movie. raised a lot, I liked it raised it. A lot of uh, money, like, more than King Kong, I want to say. Yeah, it was more its number one. It was the number yeah, one... Streaming or whatever. whatever you yeah, want to say. It was number one on, on the numbers. But that's I mean, why. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I left it off uh, on the technicality. Just because I was like, well, it's a it's a director's cut. So, eh. so I mean, I, I get the other argument, too. So, those are my... Oh, excuse me. One more time. Just run it back real quick. At number 10 is Candyman. Number 9, King Richard. Number 8, Nobody. Number 7, The Tomorrow War. Number 6, my number 6 was free is free guy uh number five was eternals number four the suicide squad number three a quiet place number two shang chi and the legend of the ten rings and at number one uh spider-man no way home very timeless just because of what uh uh they uh, i was hearing a lot of stuff about it um it's with jake gyllenhaal on, on netflix and it's um the guilty i hear that's that was oh, good yeah. um there's a there's a horror movie it's it's on Rotten Tomatoes it's like sixty percent, uh, and I believe the audience is fifty seven percent. But it's called Antlers. Uh, that was yeah, I heard, I heard of that. Yeah, I wanted to see it just because of the trailer. I just I was interested in that and whatever. And then um, nobody just talked about this uh, Red Notice. I mean, that was the number one. I saw on that Netflix movie in general. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw that. And what did it's, you think? It's not on my top ten, but um, the beginning was. I was like, man, this movie's not bad. And then at the end, I was like. It, it, it fall. It teeters off. It falls off. Like man, the end's so hard. To, it's so hard to close. So it wasn't no action pack or something. I mean, just because I just it was, picture, you know, it was enjoyable. Gal Gadot, the Rock, and then Ryan Reynolds or something. It was like that. enjoyable. Yeah. It was enjoyable. <clears throat> but the beginning was oh, really good. What would you rate then, it? One through ten. What would you rate it? It's not on my top ten. No, I mean, what, I one through ten. What would you rate it? What oh, rate like it? a rating? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd probably like like a like a six point five or something like that. Okay. Uh, All right. It, well, now it, I'm just Ryan Tomatoes gave it a 36 and audience 37. So yeah, I guess I'll yeah, do that. It, it, yeah. No, I mean there's some again. There's some funny parts. There's some good parts. That's disappointing. But that's it. Just <laughs> it's a movie of just good parts. The whole story oh. and the whole. Like nah, but again, it, you know it, that's it like a dream, horrible. right? That's like a all of those like I know, I, I know. like love, I like love disappointing, and, and idolize. Yeah, yeah it's just that's just very. I want to cry right now, but uh, anyways, and then Free Guy, Free Guy, I want to see that too as well. All right, yeah. So those are the movies you guys want to check it out. Twenty twenty one. So let's get into uh, the second half of it, or the end of it, I guess. Top ten stories or moments of the year. Now these aren't like our personal, like, like. Well, this is my favorite story of the year. Nothing like that. So uh, it's it's nothing like that at all. These are just like the top stories that kind of 
made an imprint or shaped, I guess you would say, shaped uh, 2021. So uh, let's get into these. I, I just want to know what you think about these stories of 20. And, and again, these are the things that we think kind of defined it for the for better or for worse, for better or for worse. Uh, so at number 10, Gabby Petito, um, yeah. where she went missing. There was a huge manhunt to try to find her. Uh, they found her body, um, and then of course the boyfriend Brian Landry or Landry. Uh, they also found him, his body, and so all that whole thing surrounding us. Uh, so what what was it about the story that captured the nation for like a month straight? That's all you heard, right? I think it was because I mean I really don't know. I really don't know why she was more uh, a lot a lot popular. I mean I think I think the fact because wasn't she very connected with the. Uh, Social media, you know, like very. Uh, did she have like a lot of followers or something? Um, I mean, not. I mean, more than well, I mean, more cause, than cause us, that, more than us, but not like crazy. Well, I mean, well, she, she. I mean, she was basically being followed with a, a lot of people that that were actually trying to even investigate and help her her disappearance and stuff like that. And people already had like theories that it was her boyfriend or something like that. I mean, what kind of random allegations are that i just think it was i i technically don't exactly know why she specifically was was uh uh being her her story was being chased down a lot um even though it was uh pretty sad and, and messed up especially uh you know knowing that you know it was a boyfriend the whole time and then he ended up uh uh dying too or something and and wasn't he connected with other uh uh murder cases too or something like that no, 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 there, there was suspicions that he was. The, involved oh, so they in weren't tied in? I thought they no, were tied No, no, there was suspicions and stuff like that. But this captured America, so I thought that would be like number 10 of the stories. So uh, but why, what about you, though? But why do you think she was, why do you think this story was? Well, I just think because the attention of, they're doing like those videos, you know, it's very popular now doing those YouTube videos or uh, do, uh, what do you call it, like, documenting your journey and they're kind of doing trying to live like the van lifestyle and all this stuff and i think it just caught on and then a lot of the, the internet sleuths like it was something to sink their teeth into so that that's pretty much the the internet sleuths gave it power and that's that's what i think happened so to me that's the top that's the number 10 story of 2021 vin i mean this, this one's purely me like this is all johnny the walrus hitting number one on amazon's lgbtq list that's the number nine top story. Again, I, people are like, some people don't even know. They're like, what the hell? Well, yeah, I mean, author, I know <laughs> author Matt Walsh wrote a book called uh, Johnny the Walrus, where it's about a kid who one day wakes up and he thinks that he's a walrus. So then his mother starts to take him seriously, starts to like bathe him like a walrus, puts him on teeth, gives him fish to eat, treats him exactly like a walrus, takes him to the doctor, and then they want to do surgery on him and like cut his arms off to make him more <laughs> like a walrus. So yeah. the move the, the the book's That's like an allegory. Morbid. That's pretty yeah, crazy. It's a cho- it's a children's book. And wait, um, this is a child? Yeah, it's a children's book. It's a children's no, book. But it's so, a, no, but it, the character is a yes, child. Yes, yes, the character is a child. Um <laughs> okay. some would say it's an allegory to the trans uh, transgender movement. Like yes, yeah, like I got the, I got the automatic. But damn, I didn't know it was a. I thought it was like an animal trying to be another animal. But the interesting thing is that it actually hit Amazon. Somebody messed up on Amazon or whatever. I don't know. Somebody on uh, it, it actually hit number one 
on the Amazon's LGBT list. Number one, uh, uh, some would say anti-trans. I don't say it's anti-transgender, but some would say it was. People called, like, people. Well, the book got banned in Target, too. Like, they sold it at Target, and then they pulled it off the shelves. They banned it in other places. But Amazon, since it's too big and it's making a lot of money, they're not going to pull it off right now. So, but but it stayed on there for several weeks. It was number one, and, and uh, the author, Matt Walsh, was, like, gloating and boasting about it. He's like, I'm the number one LGBTQ author in the world and all this stuff. Like, he was he was basking in his glory. He's like, if you attack me, then you're, you're attacking a beloved LGBT author. So he, like, used it, like, very trolly. He trolled them good. This is... To me, the, the the reason why I made the list is because to me, this is the biggest troll of all time. Like, to get number one. I mean, it beat the likes of Holiday, stories like that. Uh, the seven the seven husbands of whatever her name. These, these are real books. These are real books. They're really uh, one bed, two people, one bed, or not enough bed. Like, these are actually real. There's like, you should look at the list. There's some weird ones. I'm like, what the hell? The seven husbands of so and so and Holiday and uh, what would there's some weird, like, no, no, <laughs> really you think Holligay? I'm making, yeah, I swear. Look at the list. It's one, there's a one weird, there's a weirder one called like, what is it? Like a weird, like a, a, um, a name that's like, when you hear it, you're like, what the hell? You, you would think it's like a, uh, a parody like you would actually think it's a parody but anyway but it hit number one so i i thought that was a big story so that's number nine so number eight dc fandom number eight is dc fandom to me like we saw this like all the stuff that came out the aquaman uh what can you tell us about that and why does that make our list of number eight on the the stories or moments of 2021 talk about dc fandom uh, we're we're getting uh, another uh, Batman trailer that we've been like you know <laughs> uh, feeding for for quite some time, and then we finally get a, like a little teaser, whatever you want to say, of uh, uh, the Flash, and then of course then we get you know finally the the Black Adam, you know, with Dwayne Johnson, which I thought was probably never going to happen. Dude. I mean, I remember them talking about it like years, dude, like years and years ago. So I mean, all these movies were being talked about years and years ago and it's just crazy that like you know we finally came this far and you know we were seeing the trailer and of course it was big for for dc uh fans as well because i mean we're already on the uh on 2020 20, uh, uh 2022 you know what i mean so this year is going to be full-on with those dc movies and stuff like that so i mean who wouldn't be like excited for any of that stuff to happen i mean it was it was it was good it was a good year for that i can't wait to the new year but all started at dc fandom or not all started but like we actually got our first look so that that's the one that's gonna gonna kind of stick out to me in the year so number seven stories or moments of 2021 is the the school uh bathroom sexual assault or rape that happened in Loudoun County, and I think this was a oh, huge. Well, this well was I a, don't want to remember that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a huge story, and the reason why this is a, a a big story is because like people they try to cover this up. Like the school board in Loudoun County tried to cover up the whole thing. The parents, I think, one of the parents got arrested at the school board meeting because they were like, "Yeah, my 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 daughter was just." Um, 
raped by a boy in a skirt and this is when they're trying to pass like the transgender bathroom laws and so one of the school attendants was like oh that never happened and the dad like flipped out he's like he he got arrested and people were like oh he's a bad guy look at this look at this terrorist it's a terrorist the poor teachers so like they made a big deal about this guy and so when they actually did some real investigation like real journalism then they found out why that it was actually true and that the police did file reports and he is he was arrested and everything so uh, a boy he had a skirt on or whatever and he met i guess they knew each other before or whatever um and so they try to have sex and you know she said no or whatever and he, you know he raped her um, so this was right in the middle of the whole debate on Loudoun County about like trying to do the, the, the bathrooms where boys and girls could go. So they used this as like, wait a minute, why are we doing it? Like, look what just happened. And so like the school tried to cover it up. There was res- uh, people resigned, you know, people got, some people got in trouble, not as much as I think, but this was a big story, Loudoun County. I think there was quite a bit of random stories like that. I don't think it went that far from now you know now that i remember but uh um that's that's crazy that's insane i mean i i just i don't understand <laughs> i just don't understand people or, or the kids these days just because i mean you really damn you really went that far like just to just to get you some like see i mean if we allow those type of things to happen that's those are one of the things that are going to happen or could happen <laughs> so i mean yeah, that's uh, I don't I don't recall that story exactly, um, but that's uh, that's yeah. a messed up one at that. So uh, yeah, you know, no, you know, I just... thought about certainly things like that because um, you know, uh, I'm working and stuff like that, so I'm I'm not gonna tell anybody where I work at, but one of our customers, they have, oh, I noticed that they had a restroom of like, you know, like anybody can use it, boy yeah. or girl or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have, like, a – it doesn't say, like, non-gender. I'm just saying, like, why don't they just use that? It just has one toilet. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was like, why doesn't yeah. – you know, there's men and then there's women, and then why don't they just do that, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But that that's I – mean, that, yeah. That, I don't know. I think that's just crazy. But that that's number seven. Uh, real quick, though, going back on that Amazon's list, uh, these, are, these are some real books. It sounds like a parody, but it's not. Here, here's one of the like the top-selling LGBTQ uh, books on uh, Amazon. His Boy to Ride. <laughs> that, I'm not lying. Like, let me – His Boy to Ride. And it shows a picture of a dude in a cowboy hat. And again, they're book covers, so don't, I'm not looking at anything weird. They're, they're book covers. It's on Amazon, so there's nothing weird. Here's another one. Filthy bromance. That sounds nice. Filthy bromance. <laughs> like what the hell? Like filthy bromance. That sounds okay. like a porn. There's another one called Only One Bed, and it shows a picture of two people in a bed, like one, like two boys and one bed, only one bed. Um, and there was one called Holiday too. Uh, so, th- and then there was a one, there was another one too. I, I can't find it. I, I got to go down the list. But there was one about like something weird, like Santa. I saw it like. This was last month, but it was like Santa Claus or like something weird about Christmas, like filthy, filthy bromance. There you go. Filthy bromance. And uh, his boy to ride. What? (laughs) Like, that's what the title was called. His boy to ride. Is it that like, is it that like illegal? Or like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) And then the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Seven, seven husbands. Seven. 
Seven. I was okay. These are weird. Anyway, but uh, Johnny the Walrus was number one for a few weeks. So, all right. Man, that, so that, let's go. that girl's gonna have her hands full. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I know seven husbands. Okay, so uh, let's go to number six. The number six on the list of the top ten stories or moments of 2021 is Jake Jacob Blake getting no charges. Several months ago, you know, Jacob Blake, he's the one that got shot and he was like paralyzed or, or, or something like that by the police officers in the car. Um, but they, they decided not to file any charges on him a few months ago. That's number six because that, you know, it, it ties into all the other shootings that happened and stuff like that. To me, this was one of the most ridiculous ones because he, he even admitted himself. Like, it's not a like, oh, we don't know what happened. No, no, no. Like, he from the horse's mouth as you will he said it himself that he had a knife he was armed he admitted he had a knife the police officers gave him like a bunch of chances to 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 give himself up he, he had a, he had an arrest warrant i don't know if you know this anyone is if anyone's a cop or anyone's been a police officer when somebody has an arrest warrant and it pops up you got to treat that situation as a as a, like a extremely heightened situation when you see that somebody you're about to arrest or in a counter has an a, a, uh, an arrest warrant, so he knew, and obviously too, obviously if you're the person, you know you got an arrest warrant. You know you, uh, you of course you know you got an arrest warrant. He uh, he sexually assaulted the woman. He broke into a woman's home, sexually assaulted her, came back and tried to get her car. This is the Jacob Blake, and then he grabbed the knife, and then they shot him like nine times or something. They they fitty sent him. He just got fittied, fit like fifty cent. I think he got shot like nine times or something like that, um, or maybe it was less. I don't remember exactly. Well, no, he's only fifty if he lived through it. No, but he did live through it. He did. He not, not exactly. I mean, <laughs> well, he did, he's alive. What are you talking about, Jacob? Jacob Blake? Uh, yeah. He's alive. Yeah, but he's paralyzed, right? From the way. Well, down, yeah, but well, now he can't yeah. harm the the now the the community safer now because. Of, the 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 world is a safer place because he was a criminal. He he had a big record. He had a big ass. He had sex break into a woman, sexually assault her. He had multiple like uh, violent charges against him. And, and I will say this: this is a common theme. Like, what was the recent one that happened where the police officer she accidentally like she tried to take out her taser, um, but then she took accidentally took out her her gun. And she shot him, uh, Aubrey something, John, or I can't remember the recent one. It, it's the, the one recent um, where they videotaped I, it and stuff like that. It was like a car or something like that. But she accidentally. Honestly, man, I, I, I've seen quite a bit, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, well, I, will, I, I feel like these days, like we're just like he also like, we're I used to, to it. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to say this though. Like they were doing a press conference, and they were like, oh, the the society, like oh, this poor boy. What he could have been, he could have been a, a doctor. He could have, he had a lot of promise. And then you look at his record again. I'm not saying it's justified, but his record was like he shot somebody in the head. He shot another kid in the head. He what did he carjacked a bunch? He had like literally more than five violent criminally charges against him, and he was 21. He was 20 or 21. He literally paralyzed somebody, shot him in the head carjack sexual assault like he had a long rap later like this oh he could he could have been something great something the world will miss him it's like no no, i'm not saying obviously i don't want nobody to die but i just thought that's so weird it's like what what are they talking about there's all this innocent young boy he's like 21 years old all this child that literally peril shot somebody in the head 
sexually assault, carjacked, criminal, lifelong criminal. He's, he, was only, he was only 20, and he had, like, a, a longer rap sheet than, than Snoop Dogg or Tupac. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm going off on it. Anyway, yeah, I thought that was a big story because uh, Jacob Blake, like, just how did he not get charged? Like, yeah, he got paralyzed, but, like, you, how, how do you go around just being a criminal and then not expect bad things to happen to you? So that's number six. Number five. Let's go to number five. Uh, number five is going to be the uh, Colorado shooting with a 21-year-old Ahmad Alzira, the March 22nd, the mass shooting at the supermarket in Boulder, Colorado. Um, the reason this one's on the list is because, you know, whenever mass shootings happen, they're like, oh, you, you'll notice something. Uh, whenever it's a, uh, a white person, like right away, they'll tell you, they'll tell you everything about them. They'll tell you what, what, what was their grade in their, their eighth grade math. Score. They got mental health issues. Yeah. They'll tell stuff. you everything. No, 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 not, but they'll, they'll say everything about him, what color he is. But if you notice if there's a mass shooting and it's not a white person, they don't tell you. It has been multiple. There's been multiple. Like whenever it's not like, hmm. When, I, I whenever don't I don't hear the be, race, yeah, it shouldn't be important think they at all. Should say, I don't. Yeah, I don't even exactly. think they should say the race yeah, at all. I'm with yeah. you, but they do when it's the other side. Whenever I've noticed that because remember the car, the Christmas, the Christmas parade one. They're like, oh, the suspect, so and so, and they never say. They don't say, but then whenever it's a white person, like, oh, this a white male did. It's like, okay. So he was a he was a well at um, least they're catching on. I mean, Middle Eastern, not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy was a Middle Eastern. I I can't remember exactly where he was from, uh, not Saudi Arabia, but he uh, somewhere in the Middle East. Uh, but he was 21 year old Ahmad Al Syria or whatever. He, he he killed a bunch of people. So I I just thought I thought that was a story because it ties into the. I just thought it's curious how uh, when it's certain people they want you to know right away who it is and what about them. But when it's other people, they're like shh. Let's not talk about that. It doesn't matter. Like, I, I don't know. I just find it weird. So what do you think about that? Uh, I, I just think I don't even uh, know why. Like, like for instance, like, oh, my God. Like, for instance, if I'm talking to you or something like that, just just a normal conversation, you know, we would never even mention race or something like that. Or to be like, hey, did you hear about that one guy that shot up that place, man? That was crazy, yeah. right? Like, that's the first thing I would say. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even talk about, like, the color or something like that. I think we're, we're slowly getting into that uh Yep. That 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 way of like of not just not to mention colors or whatever, but yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah. that's how you get the you know the the ratings or whatever, so to speak. Yep. All right. Yeah, and number so. four, number four, uh, story or moment of twenty twenty one, and number four is going to be the the little Nogs X, the the Satan video. A nice, good old, good old healthy good old nice <laughs> heartwarming heart, you know i, I, I never seen that video until heartwarming i saw it like maybe give or take man maybe four or five months ago and it was just playing you know and i was just like <laughs> whoa what the hell this is the song that everyone's yeah. like talking about and i'm like this is wild this is like crazy and i'm just like i don't understand i mean i still don't but i mean i get it i mean I'm already past all that little Nas X stuff or whatever, but at the same time, it's just like I still don't know why it's got to be just shown for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's uh. Yeah. No, I just thought that was a big story because everybody was talking about it and stuff like that. And uh, it is weird. It's it's weird. It's just like I don't know. There's no words. Like when you want, you just have to watch it for yourself. 
Uh, well, I don't want to watch. I don't really have any. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. That's all I would have to say. Is you just have pretty much have to watch it for yourself. Um, all right, let, let's. Move. I want to move away from that one. That was weird. I mean, I'm not saying I'm creep, not, weird, I'm not, creepy. I, I don't want to say uh, the devil and like do nasty, weird things. Like that's still the same thing. It has nothing to do with gender exactly. Like <laughs> I just that's not my cup of tea of things. I'm just like maybe I shouldn't. You know. Yeah. All right, Maybe, so, like turn this off before someone walks in. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what it is. That's weird like, video. That's what you're like in a, in a, and then your your batteries are out or something. They don't work. <laughs> someone just walks in. Your yeah. wife or your mom. Or it's a weird video. Weird, weird, weird. <laughs> weird. All right, so number three, number three. I thought the the one of the stories was like uh, an old Dominion professor. He tried to defend normalizing uh, maps. And what maps is, it means minorly attractive persons or people. So it, it, it's weird. It's uh, this guy. Oh, man. It's just so weird. It's quote unquote doctor, you know, professor uh, Alan Walker. He was trying to say that it's like okay to have like to. How do you say it? Okay. How do you say it? That. That we sh- we shouldn't stigmatize minor ne- minor attractive persons. That's what it means. Map. It, it's people who are attracted to minors, but they haven't actually committed a crime. Like they haven't they haven't acted it out. They haven't acted it out, but they're this attracted. Is thinking of it. Yeah. Or planning, or like, planning it. Oh, you know what? I don't know. That's to because then why would you? I guess they're, they're they have no shame in it. They're just like, that's like oh yeah, what about I like, like that. I'm you're writing on your diary or something like that. Y- yeah, know? I guess it's like, something yeah. like that's. Yeah, so minorly attractive persons. Um, there's actually people defending people like that and saying that so we shouldn't the, stigmatize it. That they're that we shouldn't a- attach morality to what people are attracted to as long as they haven't acted on it. So they can like talk about it they could even create they create groups like groups of people that like are they like minorly attractive like they're pretty much like pedophile but they don't okay, like yeah, that word right. pedophiles because they say that yeah. it like stigmatize them and stuff like that that we shouldn't att- att- attach morality to what people are attracted to what say you what say you well um i know there's there's things that i've i've uh you know i've seen like documentaries and stuff like that and you know the first thing that they say they you know once they catch like a you know a pedophile or a predator or whatever and they have like actually like photos of children or something like that like they all end up saying that they would never do it in real life um i don't think that's okay because i think it would kind of like influence it when you think like what if i'm just like yeah, I just uh, think... what if what if, what if I'm talking to you and I'm just like, man, Roger, man, I feel like uh, I feel like doing some meth right now, man. But what do you think? You're like, no, nah, no, nah, that's uh, and then, but if we were to both agree and we keep talking about it, I think eventually we would do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that. I don't. I don't think yeah. that that's that's well, like just influence think... in yourself. Or yeah, it, it's becoming more prevalent. Like, there's more of this movement. You think I'm playing? Like, there's another organization. No, no, no. I believe you because yeah, we there's... opened a gate a long time ago. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's <laughs> when when you take you know like teleology, like which is a study of like what a thing is made for or what w- what's the end of something. Uh, when you take that right, and you take like what is what is a man right? Like how how does a best man fulfill? his nature of being a man how does a how, how does a woman do it um how, what is a sexual act again like i said re, uh, sexual reproductive organs they're like complementary 
to each other. They only make sense with another counterpart. Like the, the yeah. male sexual organ makes no sense uh, without the, the women's sexual organ and vice versa. So once you take that stuff and once you start to do, when, when you tweak things that, that aren't what they're meant to be used for, uh-huh. like then it's anything goes. Once you take words and like ruin and change the meaning of words, you know, like it just becomes like nonsense words. Like, like, have you ever heard the saying like, oh, love is love or whatever? It's like, what does that mean? Like, what, what does that even like? I noticed something uh, whenever it comes to like people wanting to make choices in their life or whatever, people are like, they no, you have to do this or no, you have to do it like this or you better get you know vaccinated or you better get this or you better not go here. You better wear a mask, all this different stuff. But then when it comes to anything sexual, we're like, whoa, whoa, no, you got to let them do whatever they want. That's that's like a free license, like pretty much. And again, so far, thank goodness, uh, like it's still illegal. But eventually we see that breaking down. Like this is not the first time there was a TED talk a few years ago about it. This time it was a woman um, talking about how like we should show show sympathy for pedophiles and don't stigmatize them and don't think they're weird. Well, like actually, this was a, several years I mean, there's ago. A, yeah, there's a different way from that because I mean, wait, because I've actually heard stuff like that too, like to where, yeah, I, I do believe that they're sick, like actually like sick, you know, not like sick in the head, like, oh my God, like, how could you do this? Like, you know, like you're not all there or something like that. I would say that. But you're not going to have your children hang out with him. Yeah, I, I would say it's 100% wrong. And, and one of the reasons why I think it is is because we forgot that we are like broken people and that like we're fallen people. And people think that if you feel something, therefore it's okay to give into it. Or if you feel something, just do it. Like Nike, just do it. I mean – this is all slowly starting from all like the uh, the LGBTQ. So I want to do yeah, the same see, thing. That's what I'm you saying. What I mean? Like I think we like, forget in this in in this world, we forget that all of us have disordered desires. Every last one of us have disordered desires, feelings, thoughts. But back then, a long time ago, we understood this. We understood this for thousands of years. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we have concupiscence. We, we tend to, we're not totally, like, depraved and totally, like, just so horrible and evil. But the human, we, we tend to lean towards the bad. And so that means we're all, we all, that's why I don't believe, like, again, racism is wrong. Racism, you know, we need to, to like do our best to stop that. But that's why I don't get when people say we need to get rid of race. You're never going to get rid of racism because even though racism is wrong, even it is wrong, but it's only one. It's it's part of a yeah. human, a human's nature to tend towards the bad. It's not on purpose. It's like it's culture. And like, I, I mean, I, I like all types of like, uh, uh, like you know, races of women and, you know, I don't have anything against like men or something like that and difference of races, but not everyone's going to think like me. I was going to think like you or something like that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's never going to go yeah. away because it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's just ignorant people, old school people that are just like still trying to keep it going from generation to generation to generation. But see, no, see, I would disagree. I would say it's not just that it's even in a hundred years, we're going to have that because again, we're fallen. All of us, every single one of the, us human beings, all of us, we have some type of disorder. So you think it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's just instincts? Some, no, no, some people might not have that, 
But if they don't have that, they have something else. Like somebody, every person, we, we forget that just because you feel something or you think something, you have to do it. No, no, no. You're supposed to fight against those urges. You're supposed to fight against those desires. Some people think that, well, if you're born or if you're naturally racist or if you're naturally like minor kids or if you're naturally attracted to the young or if you're naturally an asshole or you're naturally a psychopath like if you're naturally a dick all this stuff uh well that's who you are and that's you you should be who you are and just give in no you have to actively i don't care how if you're born like that so i'm gonna be like well i was born like this again we're all that's what i get back to the, we're all born with these inclinations that are disordered that doesn't give anyone an excuse to do it that's what i'm saying it's like yeah, it's that's why racism is never going to end. Not because of oh people. Te- it's it's because so, in a hundred thousand years or in a thousand years, every human being that's born because we're like oh we got rid of all the old people. Good. Guess what? That little child that's born a hundred years later. Guess what? They're a human being. Therefore, that means they're fallen. That means they have things in them that they must fight against, thoughts and feelings. So that's what I'm saying. You're never going to get rid rid of like things like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and and going back to the uh, uh, the yeah the, the pedophile. If they are like that, I think they I shouldn't think you, give into it. I think yeah, if you don't give into it, and shouldn't you, be prideful I, of it either. You should, you, you should. I think you're sick, and you should get help. If you if you haven't committed anything, you, you know definitely shouldn't talk about it. Like oh, this yeah, is yeah. okay. I don't I'm, think, I'm yeah, attracted to no, no. Because that's not okay. You have to fight against you, it. You're you're normalizing it. Yeah, that's, that's what. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You're normalizing by like talking and having groups or something like that. Yes, that's what that's what it is. That's what the word normal. They shouldn't do that. Everybody that I know and hang out with or something like that, my type of circle or something like that, is not going to fuck with that type of circle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, don't normal. Even if you feel that, even if you have yeah, those desires, like, don't normalize it. And I feel nowadays, if it has to do with sex, anything goes. That's the problem I have is normalize. We all have weird. We all have bad desires, emotions, thoughts. That We're all human. I'm not condemning anybody. I'm saying let's not normal. First of all, you don't act on it. Don't act on it, obviously. Second, don't normalize it. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's go to another one. That was a longer one. So let's try to get through these quick. There's only two more. Uh, and number two, that was a long number three. Number two <laughs> story is the transgender males dominating in women's sports. <laughs> As I say, let's not go long. And here's a long one. So uh, uh, we just went, we're still the same. <laughs> that's number two. Bro. That's number two is because they've been dominant at the Olympics at the, the Olympics in Beijing. Yeah. They had the, uh, the male transgender, um, weightlifter. That's, and then okay. they had the, the runners. They a, recently yeah, but, swimmers. But if I was a woman, if I was a woman period and I watched the Olympics or if I was athletic or if I was like in the Olympics and I was a woman, gender, woman, female, I'm an actual female born. I would be very offended and I would be very like, Frustrated, or, or or the or the how about the women that already broke those records and and a man broke them? But it's definitely not a win. I'm very competitive and all this on all types of stuff, and it's definitely doesn't feel like a, a win to me. And even if I was in that person's shoes, it wouldn't feel like a win. You're gonna tell me, I if I'm going to uh, transform into a woman, and let's just say I'm a fighter, and then I, I go on a 20 win streak or a 10 win streak, oh, whatever, damn. whatever, okay. And I, I literally do not think that I wouldn't feel any type of satisfaction. To me, this sense is of like two things that are kind of related is one is like Manichaeism, which is like a heresy, which is pretty much like believes like 
body bad, soul good. Kind of like almost it's almost like I guess if we're trapped in you ever seen those old cartoons or not old cartoons, but like some a lot of, actually a lot of people believe this. They don't even realize it. They believe that like bodies, oh, we're just we're just a body and and the real us is is the soul. We're like inside trapped. You know what I mean? Like we're like ghost in the machine kind of. We're like nothing. So the real you is the inside, the soul, if you will, inside. And the body is just an outside shell, you know, like a ghost in the shell. So whatever we can tweak and twist the body, we can make the body do whatever we want because that's not really us, you know, quote unquote. That That's like a manichaeism kind of thing, like spirit. That's the real me. The body's no, 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 no. But we don't believe that. That's a heresy. <laughs> that's a heresy. We are our body. Our bodies and us are one. In the, we're a body soul composite. Like that means we're together. Like our body and soul were were together. It's not like here's my body and then my soul separate. No, that that's a heresy. That's not what we believe. Um, another one too is like nominalism. Nominalism. It, it's kind of like the the idea that like there's no such thing as natures. Like we just make up the words, but there's no like universals like treeness or humanness or stuff like that. Like there's no such thing as like things aren't really. There's no such thing as a category of things. There's just we just give names to them. So that means if if you believe though if you believe nominalism, that means you can get rid of the word man, because man means nothing. That mean hello. That's what non-binary is like. Oh, it's whatever. Woman, you can get rid of that because ah, that means nothing. There's no such thing as natures. No, no, no. But but there are natures. You you first of all you could see that in our bodies. You could see in our bodies. It's not just something made up. There really is a thing called madness. There really is a thing called womanness, human being, treeness, uh, redness, triangleness. That's a thing. It's not like you can't say, "Oh, this is a triangle uh, with four sides." Like what? No, that no. A triangle. Its nature is that it has three sides. You know, and and a triangle. You can't. I don't care if they're small, big, or little, as long as they have three sides and it's like, I triangle. feel like this should have probably been another subject. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, anyway, but to me, that's, that's how I feel like this whole, if, if you believe in those two things, therefore the real you is somewhere deep inside somewhere. Oh, it's real simple. You're if, you're in, if, you you're in the, yeah. if you're in the sports or something like that, you should know already that that's not there. <laughs> so that's all I got to say. All right. So uh, let's go to our number one. Fine, man. The last three ones are taking forever to get through. Okay, on number one. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a quick one. Um, the number one story, uh, our AR-15 Nation's number one story of 2021 is the January 6 riots that happened. The so-called insurrection, as I say, and yeah, I did say so-called. So what do you think about that? The whole I mean we're 2 days away. We're we're recording this on January 4th. So we're 2 days. I thought it was fitting that cuz that has been talked about every time something bad happens. Yeah. Like okay, when the Texas weather gets cold, oh, oh. it was it's cuz of the insurrection. When I stub my toe inside the house, it's oh damn it, the insurrection. I yell at the gods, I, I, I shake my fist in the sky and I'm like, damn the insurrection. It's all the insurrection. When somebody gets COVID, oh, it's the insurrection's fault. Like, every, I feel this whole 2020, 20, 2021 year was summarized by the January 6th insurrection, which I guarantee you there's going to be like a document, a memorial. They're going to have in memoriam. They're going to have like a whole like a moment of si- watch. I guarantee you like Biden's going to come out and like, let's have a moment of silence 
for January 6th. Like, we're going to hold a whole... The, the, the flags are going to be half-staffed. Like, am I wrong or right? Like, I guarantee <laughs> you they're going to do something. What do you think about uh, that I whole... Um, I just... Uh... I, I really think a lot of people were just very stressed out on the weather and, and the COVID. Yeah. So they had to like, you know, get out and start doing stuff. I will say this. Uh, Look, I, I don't yeah. believe that it's is an it, insurrection. It say, were those, were those, are those times the reason why it happened? Was it because of George Floyd or was it just because of a bunch of other it stuff? Was a, it was a mixture. Well, of course, like the election and all that stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of those people went to prison for like a long time. Did any of the rioters for the last year that were like literally burning down police stations? No, uh, but I mean, it took, it took a while know, for it to like I, yeah. slow down, though. That's for sure. Yeah, like, it, uh, for a whole year. Yeah, <laughs> for, <laughs> for a whole year. But the, okay, this is what I'm saying. Look, first, what they did—they're stupid. I, I was—they're stupid. They're idiots for doing that stuff, storming the Capitol. But but this is what I'm saying is is when people make it a bigger deal, like oh they're trying to take over the government, they're trying to a uh, 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 a coup a coup d'état. I was like really, I was like last time I checked because again you, you look in in uh, Africa, look in the Middle East, look in Latin America. When there's a real coup, that's a real takeover. Now it's violent. And they're armed to the T with machine guns, and they roll in with tanks. They don't they they don't go in coon hats, shirtless. Okay, that's not a, that's not a militia takeover. A guy shirtless with a coon hat. Never trust an insurrectioner with a coon hat. That's all I. Get. You know, never trust a doctor that walk that never never go to a physical exam. And when you go get your physical exam, and the doctor walks in and he walks in with a coon hat. Never trust that guy. You don't trust that. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, when, when you're at the doctor, like getting tested for COVID or whatever, and the doctor walks in and he has googly eyes, you better walk out the door. Don't trust the doctor that wears a. You know what? <laughs> okay, one more. I got one more. Okay, so never trust the doctor that when he walks in and he starts talking about, yeah, well, doctor, I'm feeling my back's kind of hurting. All of a sudden, in the middle of it, he just busts out his ab roller. And starts doing like his ab roller in front of you in the floor. <laughs> and he's like, remember the ab roller from the like the early two thousands? He yeah. just starts <laughs> picture it. I'm picturing it in my head. He has this, his long white coat, his doctor coat, and he's like doing that like the ab roller right in front of you. Okay, I don't know where this analogy is going, but yeah. Anyway, coon hats. <laughs> the whole thing is coon hats. Okay, you're telling me a guy who's gonna literally take over the government, the leader is shirtless with a coon hat. That's what you're. That's what I'm saying. Again, was it stupid? Yes. Was it a riot? Yes. Was it horrible? Yes. Everything. Yeah. Yes. But don't say, "Oh my, they're trying to take over the government." Really? They had no plan. Nobody was like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna ask for a ransom to take over." No. They literally stole stuff. They stole pencils. They stole like desks. They took selfies in front of like they didn't really. They, nobody killed anybody. Except the Capitol Police, they're the only ones that killed someone. They they shot the un like a hundred and ten pound woman, young woman. They shot her, a hundred and ten pound woman unarmed. Her, she died. But the the other the the rioters didn't kill AOC. AOC, she was so scared. She was so scared. She wasn't even in the Capitol building. She wasn't even she wasn't even there. She was like, oh. Scared well, someone said that she was. No, she said she was. She said she was, and then she backtracked. She's like, "Well, I was, I was in the city," and then she's like, oh, "I was in the city, so I was by proxy. Uh, I was there." 
because she was AOC in the city. AOC wouldn't. Uh, Alexandria uh, uh, Cortez. Anyway, she wouldn't do um, that. She's a saint. That's why I think. That's why I'm, again, it, it's <laughs> stupid, horrible. They should go to jail. I don't think they should go to prison for years. But they weren't trying to take really again taking over the government. They took selfies. You go go look in Latin America. Look in in Africa when they take over the government. They go with machine guns. They go killing people. This was not, they're, they're blowing it. Again, was it horrible? Yes, it looks bad. Yes. But do you agree with me or no? Do you think it is like a, it really was a, t- a takeover? Was it re- like, what do you, how do you see that? I just thought it was just another riot, man. I mean, it was not, not a takeover. A I, was coon hat. A, coon I, hat. I was, I was shocked that, uh, that how they just went inside there. Like, you know, like, uh, very they I let mean, them in easy. so you're telling no, me oh well, it's a takeover they're trying to take over the government well i mean whether they let them in or not it was it was still uh illegal to do all that yeah yeah no no no. yeah yeah it was still <laughs> bad still yeah, yeah i'm so just I saying mean, like, i think people blew it away again watch on january 6th it's going to be like a holy day of obligation you're gonna have to go that's gonna it's gonna be a solemnity you're gonna have to go over there you're gonna have to you know all this stuff they're gonna like flags half staffed like I think I think it's even a bank holiday now. Like schools are gonna be off to to commemorate the sad day of the insurrection. The whole country is gonna just stop what they're doing on January sixth and just have like a, a solemn, solemn, sad, sad, sad day. Horrible. You know what? It's it's actually gonna surpass like uh Good Friday now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's how sad and horrible it's it's gonna pass up. They're like, oh Good Friday. Uh, uh, crisis, uh, his crucifixion. Who cares? January sixth is the real tragedy. That's the real crucifixion. January sixth, when ALC almost got killed. That's gonna be the new sad. That's gonna be the new Good Friday. Watch. You mark my word. I can't wait for January sixth. It's gonna be. I want. I, I cannot. Wait. I'm gonna watch MSNBC. I'm gonna flip it on. I'm gonna watch the view. I'm gonna see, of course, you, you can never I can never count on Whoopi and Joy Bayar disappointing me with their horrific views on the view. I, I can't wait to see that day. Okay, all right. Well that was number one story because I feel like I feel like myself going on a rant. Just now I'm just ranting by myself. Okay, so uh, that's the end. Yeah, so and I'm not gonna go back and forth because I lost track. So I want Good to good to be back and uh, uh, yeah, looking forward to this new year. I am Roger. I'm Eric. Peace.